This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up next, that music can only mean one thing. Letterman Rowe has him now. Dispatch had him for years. He is Tim May, and uh, he's got an unbelievable amount of podcasts. Yeah, he does have a bunch of podcasts. He's got his own podcast. He does a podcast with Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's true. We got to ask him about that today. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. One of our favorite guests all week. He is Tim May. Hello, Tim. Northwestern tomorrow. Hello, fellas. Did I miss the intro music? Or yeah, I know. That's I wanted. To, you got to keep playing that a little longer. Are you allowed to play anymore? No, that's all right. Okay. That's all right. I just it did one of one of the at one of those stops. Evidently, I got too close to somebody because I had a positive test a day and a half ago. So uh, I'm I'm in I'm in quarantine. How do I sound in quarantine? Oh, buddy, you feeling all right? Yeah, I tried to stay away from this thing. I was so proud of myself, and then my daughter got it. Uh, who doesn't? Doesn't live here, but she visits. But she didn't know she had it uh, yeah. until she tested. And then my wife got it, and uh, and then of course I got it. So are, you, are you feeling it is okay, what it is. Tim? You okay? Yeah, that's the funny thing. I'm feeling great. I'm taking that Pavlovix or whatever it's called. I got an immediate prescription for that, and you know, a little bit of congestion uh, off and on. But you know, I'm only a, three days into this my my five day at least quarantine period. But we'll see how it goes. I, understand it can you can be good one day and really bad the next but so far so good i just uh i don't think it's yeah anyway i won't get into the depth of it, what i well, really think about the thing any chance it they, is what they, it is did they close down all the golf courses in chicago this weekend because you're not coming i think i think that might have been uh yeah that might have been my excuse you know for not going to this game uh, there, plus uh i would think wind and rain uh and and having covid are don't mix that's not a good mix you know what i mean for no. uh, feeling better the next day but uh yeah but anyway it is, what it is. Tee shot be taking place right now for moose somewhere for you yes exactly exactly all right well you'll still be covering the game by watching it on television oh, that's, yeah. that's that's called baskin coverage if you ask me that's how i yeah. cover games these days um yeah i, I like it. it so Menigan and i had this argument just now and i'm just wondering as you watch this team right progress throughout the season like I'm wondering where we're going to rank this team, and I hope they keep winning. Let's be honest, but I, I'm just wondering where this team is going to rank because I, it, despite the fact they're blowing out teams, I really enjoy watching this team. Like I'm not bored at all ever with this team, and mm-hmm. I. But mm-hmm. Dan like gets bored watching. He's like, oh, they're going to blow bored. them out this week. Blah blah I, blah, it, blah blah blah. It's it's like watching Hogan in the '80s when they were building him up, and he'd run out there and. You know, he'd take a couple of hits, and then all of a sudden, boom, here's the, you know, here's the big boot. Here's the leg drop. All right, we're done here. Like, that's yeah, what I feel like I'm know, watching. Like last week, 
Ohio State trailed with 9.26 to go in that game last week at Penn State, and uh, their season was on the brink. And Did you really think that? With what, Did you really feel that way, though, Tim? Were, were you... Oh, their season, you're trailing at Penn State? You ever, have you ever been to Penn State? I yes. mean, that place was crazy. I don't know. That maybe... place was crazy. I never feared. Left. I never feared, uh, Tim. I wasn't well, worried. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Is, here's the point. The point is you never feared because you thought that big bomber was going to be rolling down the runway sooner or later, and it did, man. It rolled. Uh and uh, took care of business, but you never know. You know, you might have to abort the takeoff. So uh, that's that. I thought that was about as high stakes a game as I've seen uh, this team play. I mean, obviously Iowa was just a matter of getting rolling. They still led comfortably at the half over an Iowa team. If you've got like a more than a touchdown lead over Iowa, you got a good shot. You know, uh, but uh, that was a that was a moment of truth for this team. I wrote about that. I think the story's on LettermanRoad.com right now just wrote about how Joey Bosa, you know, in 2014, they had that two overtime win and Joey Bosa had that ridiculous shove sack, uh, uh, the walk-off shove sack uh, in the second overtime where they won that game. And he said, you know, basically as he left that game, he felt so much better about Ohio State, the, the team being a true team at that moment because they had faced all that, all that adversity and come out on the other end. And Penn State, this was Penn State's last shot, man, to really – do something special. This it was season. a playoff game. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was. I, mean, I, I felt like was. they they played that way early on, and then they felt the JTT the the fear of JTT at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean that's the greatest defensive performance I've ever seen by an individual in a game. We can talk about somebody having two or three interceptions or <clears throat> three or four sacks or whatever, but that guy, the Ohio State, got four turnovers. And he had a hand in one of them, and he had his hands. He got his hands on the other three. So that's a pretty damn good day, especially where those uh, turnovers came and the coup de grace being the uh, interception return for a touchdown at the end there for their last touchdown. But, yeah, I mean, there were all these things that went right for Ohio State and there were all these things that didn't go right for Ohio State, including giving up a, you know, a long touchdown pass where a guy caught a hitch and then turned and two guys missed him. And then, of course, uh, Tommy Eichenberg on a fourth down play, fourth and goal, uh, had the guy dead to rights in the backfield, but the guy ran through his tackle. Those are two of Penn State's four touchdowns. doesn't matter. They're in the game. They're leading with uh, nine and a half minutes left. And then Ohio State turned on the Jets both offensively and defensively, gave up a cheap touchdown at the end, but that is what it is. Bottom line is that was drama. I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee you're going to walk out of uh, Nittany, out of uh, Beaver Stadium there. But with the with the with the pelt you so you so uh, you so much wanted going in, you've got to play those games to the end. I thought it was a big moment for this for this team. Do Amolo end up with a head and shoulders and I deal afterwards? What Wait, do you think? that again? You think he'd get oh, a head I don't and shoulders? He should be. He should have. He's got to get yeah, the next he, head and shoulders deal. I mean, there's no question. Yeah, he's, or, he's got the perfect hair. I, I think. I think you're exactly right. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm gonna bring that up to him next time I see him. That's a podcast for you, there, Tim. Yeah, I mean, it it, there's no way he shouldn't have the next hair deal with those guys. Yeah. yeah. Man, the guy from Pittsburgh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Troy Polamalu. Yeah, Troy Polamalu. Yeah, Troy Polamalu. I mean, uh, that, that'd be a hell of a – and Tui Molo Wow. Or as I called him after the game on Saturday, Tui Molo Wow. Oh, oh see, now that's a writer. That's a writer. That's good stuff, ain't it? That's a writer. I, you don't I get that. I, I, everyone, that I, I heard his name 15 different ways after the game. Well, I'm telling you. that's because people don't take that's what people don't take the time. 
which takes about five seconds. And, and in your business, y'all's business, it should be prerequisite that you know how to pronounce names, right? I mean, but you got the press box announcer at, Mich- at Michigan State called him everything, called Amika Egbuka, everything but Egbuka. Egbuku, Egbaku. I mean, he went around <laughs> down the line, but he never called him Egbuka. I mean, how hard is that to look at and pronounce? It's not really hard. No, after the first time you see it, you're good. I, so here was my, my big question about that. They only had, like, what, 37 yards on the ground before Henderson pulled off the big run, right? Like, yeah, the, the running game. All runs count toward the total. Yeah, but, I mean, just – that was like, – I kept keeping my eye on that as the game was progressing last week. I'm like, wow, man, I can't well, believe they how many yards the on the ground. On there. Number one, yeah, the last two weeks they had 66 yards against Iowa and 98 against uh, – at Penn State. Now, that you know, 98 net, you know. Uh, they actually rushed for more, but uh, you know, tackles for loss and a sack or two. Took off, but anyway, bottom line is, uh, but Ryan Day's uh, point is, you still got to try to run the ball. You still want to run the ball, but definitely you want to show that you're trying to run the ball because it just helps your passing game eventually, one way or the other. The fact that a, a play action fake may not be a play action fake, and I understand exactly where he's coming from. When teams line up inside, you're not going to run the ball, and they're good defenses like Iowa, and I think Penn State's good defense, despite what. Uh, Michigan did to him. Number one, number two. That was their last stand, man. That was their Alamo on the, on Saturday. Uh, they it can was. take the run away from you by just having an extra guy in the box, et cetera. But no, no team has shown to me yet. And Saturday, Mother Nature's got to jump in there, be that twelfth man for Northwestern with the high wind that is forecast. Uh, but no team has shown it can completely shut down Ohio State's Air Force and. That's what separates Ohio State, really, Tennessee, uh, from the rest of the pack, in my opinion, this year. You can shut down Georgia's Air Force, uh, but you in Alabama's it's been kind of hit and miss. I think Bryce Young is excellent, but I'm not sure about cross-the-board receiver core. But that's, where, that's what sets Ohio State apart. And, hey, you know, that's as much a part of the game as running the ball. Tim May, Letterman Rowe, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. All right, Tim. So sell me on why I need to watch more than one quarter of this game before Hogan gives the big boot into the leg drop. Well, that's the uh, that's the uh, challenge for Ohio State the next couple of weeks is that most people are going to just – I'm talking about other than Buckeye Nation. And Buckeye Nation, you know, still gives you a really credible uh, television rating, you know, because of how many people from Buckeye Nation tune in for games week after week. But uh, most people are just going to pay passing – uh, passing interest on this game, meaning they'll see the score at the end of the day and say, okay, they won about like I thought. They're, you know, whether they'll get the details of the, the rain that's going to be persistent through the morning, kind of taper off a little bit, I think, as the game comes on, but the wind is supposed to get increasingly tougher. There's going to be a front moving through. Uh, temperatures are going to drop from like 60-something into the low 50s as the game progresses. I'm just giving you the forecast. You know, it may not do any of that. <laughs> but uh, but the bottom line is they're not going to know all about that. They're just going to sit. They're going to know Northwestern has not won a game, as my buddy Spencer Holbrook at Letterman Row says. Northwestern has not won a game on American soil this year. And uh, and why didn't Ohio State beat them worse than 37 to nothing or uh, 42 to six? You know what I mean? That's what. That's what they're going to say. So that's Ohio State's challenge both this week and next week probably against Indiana. Maryland is a credible opponent, and that game's going to be at Maryland. It's going to be the week before the game. Um, so 
that game could be a lot closer maybe than some people think because I think Maryland's pretty good on offense. I'm not sure about their defense. But, you know, Michigan's got the same kind of chore. Michigan, a uh, couple of weeks, plays Illinois. The week before it uh, plays at Ohio State, that's going to be a challenge. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm not answering your question. The bottom line is what you're saying is everybody's eyes are going to be on Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, at uh, – Alabama at LSU this weekend for obvious reasons. Oh, I was and just gonna I was gonna ask you predictions on those two, Tim, because you gave us Tennessee over Alabama and hopefully Ohio made a little money off of that. Yeah, well I just felt it, man, and uh you know, and granted they only won by three points, but uh Alabama could be sitting there looking at three losses right now very easily. And they're the only team I think in the top six, because they got rated number six this this week ahead of TCU. Um, anyway, I don't want to get into that analogy. But the bottom line is, Alabama is not the Alabama of the of, of previous national championship runs. That doesn't mean it can't get its act together and get into it anyway, winning the SEC uh, championship game. But I think if Tennessee beats Georgia, that helps some people because Georgia's already rated number three by the CFP committee in its first ratings. If they if they absorb a loss, they got to fall out of the top four. You got to believe, right? Yep. Yep. Well, yep. Yeah. All right, hey, Tim, I have five I seconds. Ask, I don't even remember what the question was. How did I end up on this? Uh, I, uh, you always digress to something else. I'm the bandit. I took the wrong turn here. Now that I got a big semi right behind me. I, think I have, Go ahead now. Tim, I have like 10 seconds left. Jackson Smith and Jigba, is he on a zero pitch count this week? Is that how it's going to work? Or is he playing? What do you think? I, I, I would think that's the way it's going to be, but you never okay. know until they uh, release the official findings. Very well. Tim, well, I hope you feel better. I hope everything goes okay, and I hope you can cover Big the game from your couch. thing is, Williams is supposed to be back. That's more more important maybe in this game. That's a good point. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate Thanks, you. Get better See soon. You, All right, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Tim May, Letterman Row, super friend of the show, joins us every Friday at 1 o'clock. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 